Sedano and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. We have our picks against the spread coming up. Um, we will invite a caller to uh, compete against us. We'll give you a Sedano and LZ t-shirt. Uh, perhaps if you look back on my Twitter from a few days ago when I posted a video teasing the show and who we were having on, you can see it on there. Um, it is pretty cool, and it's it's nice and snug, and it's got the it's the good cotton, like it's nice t-shirts that we give away. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and basically the way we play that game is very simple. We have five games we pick against the spread, and uh, there is a confidence vote attached to it. So let's say you pick LZ every week picks the Rams, and that's his five, and that is the most you can assign to your confidence vote because there's five games. And the game you're least confident in in picking against the spread, you give it a one. Um, and then so on and so forth. You can only use the number once. Uh, you can use all five numbers, but you can only use each number one time. So one, two, three, four, and five. So we'll do that in the next segment. In the interim, LZ, it is a landmark day. Uh, the House has passed a federal law to decriminalize cannabis. This is two days after the NBA was saying that they're not going to test uh, and Michelle Roberts and the NBA Players Association are looking to make that a permanent thing. And look, man, here in California, we take this stuff for granted. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think we take a lot of stuff for granted here in California, right? So there's that. Um, but we take this stuff particularly for granted because it has been, uh, first of all, we were the first state for medical, if I recall correctly. Um, we were not the first state for recreational because that was Colorado. Um, but nonetheless, it never has felt like it is an issue here, um, you know, even though it didn't, it took a while to get recreational or longer than maybe people expected. Um, but there are like a lot of states now that have it recreational, including there's 11 states and DC, the District of Columbia. There are 34 medical states now, too. So there's only a few states, and a lot of it is in the Bible Belt, right? Where it's not even medical yet. But, you know, I, I just feel like in general, the it's it's weird that the it's cool and weird i would say that the stigma is off a little bit lz i I think you and i have covered sports for a long time right and and there was a real stigma attached to this like i covered ricky williams okay during that episode in the early 2000s um and i heard him recently on an interview with dan lebitard talking about it and he says yeah it's it's kind of funny it's mind-boggling to me that it's here but i'm happy that we're here you know but it, it is like it does feel right that there's not the stigma attached to it anymore well certainly um when you have conservative republican figures like you know john boehner former speaker of the house leaving politics to invest in weed. Right. um right. The that used to you know hang over people of color about smoking pot. It just isn't where it used to be. And to your point, um, you know, when you look back at the poll, Elsie, you're cutting you know, in and out a little bit if you want to, because we want to hear exactly what you have to say because you're always so good on these subjects. If you can get back in and out real quick, so that way, yeah, yeah, yeah. That way we can get you in and out. Um, but it is strange, Greg and Laura, because, and again, I, I kind of referenced it earlier, like I remember, I remember. Okay, Elsie, you're back. Go ahead. No, no, I was just, I was just going to say, you know, the conversation about Ricky Williams, you know, when he was going through, you know, his struggles with the NFL, that was like 20 years ago, and I think Gallup said that it was less than 40 percent of Americans, you know, approved of legalizing marijuana, and now we know that that number is well over 60 some percent, 70 percent. Yeah, and it's like, you know. 
Just keep up. We're not right. even asking you to be ahead on this conversation, sports leagues. Just right. keep up with the fans. Right. Yeah, yeah, it, it is definitely different. And look, again, this is for adults. Because what ends up happening in these conversations is, what about the children? And what I would say is, how about you be a parent? You know, like that's, right? <laughs> Isn't that really right. what this boils down to? I have had so many what about the children conversations in sports over the years. And I'm just like, dog, how about you be a better parent? You know what I'm saying? Like, my parents parented me in a certain way, and I feel like I turned out okay. You know what I'm saying? And I'll parent my kids a certain way, and I hope that they turn out okay. And I understand that, you know, people have different feelings about this, and I'm not trying to tell you how to feel about it, but it's an individual choice, right, in this in this situation. So I, I, I think that that is what generally in the past particularly, would it be fair to say that that was very much – what would engulf the conversation, the quote-unquote, what about the children? Well, yeah, but, you know, the fear tactic to keep things the way they are um, is something that's been employed in a whole bunch of ways. Remember, mm -hmm. society was supposed to fall into pieces mm -hmm. when gay people started marrying. Right. I can't like, believe the, you you gay people got married, LZ. Damn it. We're, like, when they were trying to stop Don't Ask, Don't Tell, the entire military was supposed to collapse onto itself if yeah. gay people served in the so military. So ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so like these, <sighs> these over-the-top fear taxes to try to maintain that as quo, yeah. I think maybe people are just catching on to and realizing, you know, you can still have if mom actually works outside of the home. Like people won't starve in the streets and die. The children won't die if they don't have a stay-at-home parent or a stay-at-home mom. Right used to be some of the narratives and pot is going through the same thing right meanwhile meanwhile there's actually medical evidence to suggest that not only pot isn't the evil thing that we once characterized it as but it might actually be a healthier alternative to pa managing pain yeah. than the pills we're popping today well to your point um it's what ricky williams was saying you know in football it's very commonplace to take a drug called toradol right before yes. games and they do, basically the best way to describe it. I have a, uh, I have a lot of friends that that played in the NFL over the years, and they basically say, "Man, you take that Toradol shot, and you feel like Superman. You could run into yep. a truck." Okay, and Ricky was like, "Okay, I'm gonna try to get off Toradol because that can't be good for." my liver, right, and all these right. uh, organs that I have that constantly take it. He's like, there were dudes I was playing with that were taking Toradol for practice, like let alone games, <laughs> you know? So, And I could understand because it feels so good, you know what I mean? Like I took a Toradol shot one time. Um, I injured my back in a car accident, okay? And the pain was tough, you know, because I got dinged pretty bad. This was before I knew my guy Jacob and Ronnie, if I would have known him back then, you know. Probably have a few more zeros in my bank account. Uh, but anyway, um, the, the reality is when I took that shot, I, I understood it because I was already, you know, I had already been covering sports for a long time and heard, uh, you know, what Toradol did to you or made you feel. And I was like, damn it. You know what? It does make you feel like that, you know? And, and I'm just a regular person. Imagine someone built like trucks, you know what I mean, having taken right. these shots and lighting for a living. 
So I get why you would be hooked on that stuff. So Ricky was doing it to avoid taking that, and he said eventually he got himself off Toradol while he was still playing football. Which you would think would be a good thing because right. what we know now of these various drugs of this nature, and obviously the opioid crisis has been in our minds for a few years now, it's like you would think if you're the NFL in particular – and there was a healthy alternative to this drug that is documented to have highly addictive properties and harmful mm-hmm. properties like some of these opioids that are being prescribed, right. that they would be hey, a, a C cream. Guys wanted to have THC, go with that. Because you know what? I've been smoking pot a long time, and I've been drinking a long time. I've gotten a plenty of fights drunk. Yeah. I ain't never swung on anybody high. Not one damn time. <laughs> Not one damn time. I've, I've said some things drunk I wish I wouldn't have. I've done some things in bars drunk I wish I wouldn't have. I ain't never had that story from marijuana. I've never. always been chill. Never. Chill, dog. Laughing, chill. chilling. Laughing. Good. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, but, you know, it impacts everybody differently. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is interesting, man, from a sports perspective, that the stigma is wearing off. And uh, and it's it's going to, to your point, I think it, people are catching up. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I think if you're the NBA, and, look, the NBA is the most progressive of all the leagues, right? Like, it's fairly obvious. You know, you just sit there and you say, all right, let's just rip the Band-Aid off. We lead on a lot of other stuff. Let's just do it. No, no, no. I, I agree with you. And, you know, not to get too into the weeds of politics, but – once the conversation takes legitimate hold in the halls of Congress mm-hmm. and the president-elect and vice president-elect have been vocal supporters of legalizing marijuana, you know, you get the sense of that it really is a, a, just a matter of time. And alcohol went through something very similar. Right, you know, prohibition. We had, yeah. yeah, we had, a, we had, a, we had a, uh, an election and the prohibition um, party – there was a legitimate party right. whose sole purpose was to keep alcohol illegal. Uh, they won an election one year, and four years later, alcohol was legal. Right. <laughs> so obviously the Great Depression and stuff has something to do with that as well. But the qu- point of the matter is is that attitudes change very quickly, and if you have uh, uh, elected officials who can keep up with the changing population, then you can avoid these long, drawn-out controversies like we're having right now with marijuana which should right. have been over with years ago. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. And uh, by the way, a great movie about Prohibition, Harlem Nights with Eddie Murphy. Ah, yes. And Richard so Pryor. So many icons. Yeah. Della yeah. Reese. Yeah. Red Fox. Yeah. yeah. Ah, George, you're taking me back, baby. And it's about Prohibition. It's about their nightclub in the pro- in the Prohibition era. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, it is yeah, such it is. a great movie, so funny. You damn shot my pinky toe. I <laughs> oh, was so good. Such a great line. So you silly. damn shot my pinky toe. Now you're going to get it. And Richard Pryor was like the straight man in it. I know. <laughs> which, which is which crazy. Is great. When you think about it. Um, that was peak Eddie for sure. There's no doubt about it. And Della Reese and Red Fox were fantastic in that movie. All right. We're going to take a break. Here's the deal. You're going to play. We're going to take caller number seven right now at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We're going to play our picks against the spread segment. We pick five games, um, and we assign a confidence pick to it. So we're picking all the five games against the spread, and you uh, 
when you pick the game against the spread, the game you are most confident in, you assign it the number five. The game you are least confident in, you assign it a one. And so on and so forth with two, three, and four. You can only use the numbers once. Here are the games before we go to break. Rams, minus two and a half at the Cardinals. Raiders, minus eight and a half at the Jets. Chargers, minus one and a half versus the Pats. They're here in L.A. Bills at the Niners is a pick 'em. Saints, minus three and a half at the Falcons. Those are our five games. Caller seven right now at 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776 gets to play with us. Wins a Sedano and LZ t-shirt. We'll do that on the other side. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Sedano and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. Yeah. Scott Kaplan's show coming up in a few minutes. We'll do some crosstalk with him in a bit. Uh, but it is time to play our picks against the spread game before. Well, hit the music, Laura. Hit the music first. Hit the music. And uh, we can have Greg update the standings here in just a moment. Greg, what are the standings after the big Thanksgiving feast? I am in first place with 120. Mm. Sedano, you are in second with 99. Mm. Laura is in third with 90. And LZ in the back with 86. LZ. Rams number five. Yeah, well, we know that. We know I'm that. I'm just not last. I'm yeah. celebrating that. Yes, yes. I uh, we got a, we got a couple more weeks to catch Greg. Um, we have already overcome one large. Uh, he almost had a twenty point lead on us earlier this year. So we have to uh, we have to make a move here. We're gonna have to make a move. All right. So Chris and Chino Hills is gonna play with us. Chris, uh, how are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you guys? Good, man. Good, Thank Chris. You. Are you the only person from Chino Hills not in the NBA right now? Because all the <laughs> ball brothers are. <laughs> oh, God, I wish I was in the NBA. That's funny. Uh, that is funny. <laughs> but uh, do you know how to play the game? Uh, I totally forgot. Can you refresh my memory? He sure, lied no, to me. Oh, no problem. Oh, mm. You Laura lied, lied to Laura? To but it's okay. He wanted to play. It's fine. Um, he probably likes I've onion rings, too, and hates it's very, it's, it's very simple. It's very simple, Chris. So there are five games, right? You pick each one against the spread. However, you have to assign a confidence vote to it. You either oh, assign yeah, the I numbers one, two, three, four, or five to it. You can only use each number once. Five is the game you're most confident in. One is the game you're least confident in. You got it? Okay, got it. All right, so I'm going to give you the spreads one more time. Rams, minus two and a half at the Cardinals. Raiders, minus eight and a half at the Jets. Chargers, minus one and a half at home versus New England. The Bills are at the Niners, and that's a pick em. And the Saints are three and a half point favorites in Atlanta against the Falcons. Okay? Is everyone ready? Ready. Yeah. Let's do it. Ready. Okay. Uh, this one is easy because we know where LZ is going. The Rams, two and a half point favorites at the Cardinals. LZ, just for posterity. Going for Rams. That's my five. All right. Rams are your five. Greg. I'm going to go with Rams with my four. Laura. My Rams. I mean, the Rams and four. <laughs> uh, your Chris. Rams, too. Chris? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I'll take the Rams with my five uh, since I'm uh, you know, from the area. 
Okay, fair enough. I'm going the Cardinals, and that is my five. So this is going to be a monumental game here, obviously. Already for you. Well, could be for could be for right. If I win and y'all lose, it's going to be a big swing. Um, so next we have the Raiders minus eight and a half at the Jets. LZ. Um, I got the Jets, and that's my one. Greg, I got to stick with the Raiders, but only with one. So unconfident. Uh, no, I don't know. I am very unconfident of this game. He used to. He, he was pulling his chest out right? a couple weeks. I think I last, last year. Hold on, hold on. Last week. Hold on. Last week, what? Were they were your eight, right? They, they were did my eight, eight games. Yeah. 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 And they got crushed. Mm. Um, <laughs> right. They go to the one. They go to the one after that. Yeah. They got crushed in that game. Laura. After what happened last week, I'm going with the Jets, and that's my three. Oh wow. Okay, Chris. Raiders or Jets? Uh, I'm taking the Jets. I'm following LZ. I'll t- put that with my one. I am also taking the Jets, and that is my one. So uh, next we have Chargers minus one and a half here at SoFi versus Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. LZ. I'm going to go with the Patriots, and that's my two. Okay. Greg Bergman. I'm also going with the Patriots, but that's my five. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Laura. Okay, Greg. I'm you know what? I'm the- switching. I'm going back to the Chargers. I'm picking the Chargers. That's my two. I'm sorry. Okay. Fair enough. Greg, just make sure you make a note there. I am. I got it. Until we're done it. with the segment. Um, so, Laura, go ahead. I am taking the Patriots, and that's my two. Okay. I am also taking the Patriots, and that's my three. So, another swing game. Another potential swing game. Uh, not, as swing, not as big a swing as the first one, but a big swing game. Um, I'm sorry, Chris. Think, uh, where are you going? I'll take the Pats, and that's my four. Okay, Pats, and that's your four. I like New England in this situation simply because rookie quarterbacks are 5-24 and 24 against Bill Belichick. Like, that's a yeah, real but thing. But this ain't no rookie, though. Okay. Justin Herbert's on some other stuff. Okay. <laughs> still the Chargers. It's still the Chargers. Yep. All right, Bills. To... Wow. Yeah, they are the Chargers. He's right. I, I mean, Anthony Lynn, I believe, is 5-14 and 14 in one-score games. So that's, that doesn't bode well either. That means he's um, got a lot of one-score games. But not winning them, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Bills at the Niners. Uh, LZ, it's a pick em game, so just pick a team. Uh, I got the Bills. And? and that will be my three. Okay. Greg? Yeah, this one was tough. I went with the Niners, and that's my three. Okay. Uh, Laura? Okay. This was also tough for me, but I took the Bills, and that's my five. Well, it's a pick them for a reason. Um, Chris? Uh, Niners, and that's my three. Chris, uh, I am you're o- supposed to say it's tough for you first. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Sorry. It's okay. Niners uh, for me, and that's my four. Uh, last game here, Saints are three-and-a-half-point favorites at the Falcons. They are going to the um, Falcons' beautiful uh, stadium. LZ, what do you have? I'm going to go with the Saints as, as my four. Okay. Greg? Uh, I'm going with the Falcons as my two. Laura? Mm, I'm taking the Saints, but that's my one. Chris? I will go with the home team, the Falcons, and that's my two. And I am also going with the Falcons, and that is my two. So those are our five games. Chris, if you uh, if you beat us, you get the bragging rights. Uh, Laura will put you on hold and get your information if she hasn't already and send you a Sedano and LZ t-shirt. Thank you so much for listening, and happy holidays. Thank you. Happy holidays, guys. All right, man. Take care. 
All right, so there you go. So that is Chris from Chino Hills. That's our, our game. So the two swing games are going to be the Rams, Cardinals, Chargers, and Pats, basically. Uh, well, Saints and Falcons could be a swing game because uh, three of us went Falcons and two of us went Saints. So there's some interesting uh, things there going on for this week. All right, Crosstalk with Scott Kaplan is coming up in two minutes. Stick around. Sedano and LZ, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's so hot button we haven't spoken about it for uh, almost three hours. But uh, nonetheless, Chris must be uh, mailing it in on a Friday. Uh, but Scott Kaplan is here. Um, so Scott will ask you the question since Chris brought it up. When you are in an empty gym, just mm-hmm. you shooting the rock, okay? Mm-hmm. Do you... Have you ever yelled the phrase and one as if someone is fouling you, uh, your imaginary friend is fouling you? Never never one time. Thank you. Okay. okay. But wait yeah. a second. Is there more to it? No, it's just that. Kyle Kuzma did that in his commercial, and I asked him about it because it felt odd, and he gave me the, you know, if you played basketball, you know, blah, blah, blah. No, and I'm like, not. look, man, I covered a lot of basketball in my life, and I've never seen anybody do that. But do you, you know, was basically it. Wait, wait, can I it ask was, a it question? Was, it was a lot of shade. Did he, was he really serious? Like, oh, yeah, was, he got sassy. It, it so, was a little sassy. So but the not, funny thing is, yeah. Cap, was that I do it too. So when George was saying, was, you know, doing the question, you know, my response was, oh, yeah, I do that. <laughs> and then I found out that it's a no no. <laughs> well, no, I, I just think that I don't say and one. Right, because nobody's fouling you. No, no, but 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 if I'm in the gym and I'm by myself and I'm just popping shots and I'm knocking them down, you know what I'm saying? Every time I hit one, bang, money. Yeah, yeah, money. Yeah, like like. So, look at so me. who are you saying money to? Just me. Right, but there, but you can say that to yourself. Like there's a difference. Like nobody's in the room to foul you. So, but no one's so, in your room to see the money shot. But yeah, it you don't matter. But in your mind, your focus. Look, your single focus when you're playing basketball, whether it's by yourself or not, is to make the shot. Yes. So if you're trying yes. to motivate yourself to make the shot, that's one thing. But it, I don't see the motivation in someone hacking you when no one's hacked you. So are you doing that only when you miss the shot? Dude, I say it when I when I'm working on a certain move, particularly like on the blocks, and I know the body's coming. So I just I just do it naturally because I know once I do that up and under, you're gonna clip my okay. brother. Okay. All right. Now now let 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 let's ask Cap about 
let's okay. Let's do the the thing the other thing that we did with Amin with Cap. Um and by the way, you're listening to KSB in Los Angeles. Mm. So when you go on a road trip cap, and you know, you go on plenty of road trips for work or whatnot, or you know, for pleasure. Um, have you ever taken a scented candle from your house on the road? Yes. Whoa! Really? Mm hmm. Are you? I almost cursed. I almost said, Are you BSing me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you really? Or are you full of crap? No, I'm serious. I'm not saying that I do it like all the time. I'm just saying that the question was, Have you? And the answer is, Yes, I have. Okay. LZ does it regularly. LZ, would you care to elaborate? Any trip over three days, I'm bringing a candle from home to kind of remind me of home, or at least a scent from home to remind me of home. Oh, Usually scent it's is, the scent whiskey and tobacco. It's to, okay, so it's to remind you of home. It's not to be like, oh, I just like this particular scent and I want it with me whether I'm, in a, whether I'm home or I'm elsewhere. I, I like this scent. No, no, no. It, it is specifically to make the... There, there have been stretches, Cap, in which I am not home and hadn't seen my husband sometimes in months. And so, you know, usually that's during an election year. It wasn't this year for a lot of reasons, obviously COVID. But like 2016, I went two and a half months and I didn't even see Steve because of the campaign and all my other responsibilities. So I would have a candle, you know, because it was like one of the things that just reminded me of home. That's nice. Let me ask you a question. Speaking of home, you killed me, absolutely killed me in your video just yesterday on Twitter. So good. It starts off at the Christmas tree ball and then it pulls back to you. And then there you are, dreads, all goaded out, man. Lakers, beanie and, and hoodie. And then walk over to the bookshelf. Is that home? That is home. Dude, I checked that video out like 10 times. Why? It was a good video. It was a great. It was a legit production. It was, I was excellent. Through all your stuff, man. <laughs> but thanks, brother. I'm serious. Um, it, nice, was, it was. Nice it was. Place. It was fun to do. Um, it's. It's literally not to get too deep into the weeds. Are you a fan of The Dark Knight? The movie The Dark Knight. Mm -hmm. You are. You've seen it. You're a fan. Um, I've I seen mean, it. I mean, I feel like so, you're not a movie buff, though. Like, you're not the right person to ask this movie question, but you have well, seen the movie. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. There is a scene where Heath Ledger, as the Joker, is dressed as a nurse, mm -hmm. and Harvey Dent's have his faces burnt off. Do you remember that scene? Okay, I'm with you. So I literally wanted to recreate that moment uh. in a funny sense. <laughs> so if you listen to the beginning where I'm saying hi, it is literally imitating Heath Ledger's high when he takes the mask off and starts talking to Harvey Dent dressed as a, as a nurse. And the reason why I focused in on that was because that scene in Dark Knight is funny because you have all this chaos and here you have Heath Ledger dressed as a nurse and you're like going, what the hell is happening here? And I, and I did the big slurp because I wanted people who watched the video to know that I was in on the joke and the high was just my way of kind of making the, the silliness of it all. Hey, we're all in this together. Sort of, sort of recreation. Well, yeah. in my opinion, that was the, that was the mindset. You are an artist. It was, it was an artistic uh, Seriously, moment. I, I don't it. think there's any question. I liked it. Now, yeah, can I ask a question? Was there, yes, any... I've read all those books. Oh, well, that I've, I assumed, but was, oh, okay. was there, was there any editing to that video or was it all one shot? Cause it looks so one shot. It was one shot. It was yeah. one shot. Look good. Yeah, you hey, nailed thanks, it. Brother. 
Nailed Thank it. You, right? Nailed it. Yeah. It was uh, LZ and LZ production. My son did all the camera work. Nice. Yeah. That's cool, man. You know, George, you were talking about, though, being in the gym and, and talking to yourself. I know I used to do this when I, was, uh, when I was way, way, way back in a different lifetime, half my lifetime ago, when I was a field goal kicker in college, you know, and a kickoff guy. I would imagine who were the guys that were back there that were going to be receiving the kickoff, and I would, like, talk myself into kicking the ball over their heads kind of thing. Right. You know, so that, yeah. that, that's the way I – but I, I never really said and one. Yeah, yeah, that we're was my in, only objection, and he was very. Not in football, very, you don't yeah. say "and one" in football. You mean no, but he's talking about when he's in a basketball gym, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. So, um, so, so really, did he really get testy like that? Because he seems oh, Kyle yeah. Kuzma to me. Just yeah. and you guys check me on this. He seems very, very thin-skinned. You know, and, <laughs> and 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 when you say really, you know, and one, and he goes, yeah, well, if you know, if you ever played, you, it's like really, it goes there that fast. You you tell me. Yeah, it went yeah, there that you know, fast. I think I think if you know like his his history, um, you know he's a kid from Flint who wasn't recruited by any of the big Michigan schools, right? Not State, not Michigan, blah blah blah. So he just got probably just has a chip in his shoulder and his use of people well, discounting him. I, but LZ, he was when we had we we talked to him a ton early in his career, and he yep. was he didn't have that to him you know what i'm saying like there was still a maybe a, a childlike innocence even though he was like in his early to mid 20s even at that point but there was still kind of like first time i'm here it does seem like he's jaded a little bit is the way i would describe it um and look scott he went off twitter two weeks earlier i know, I know. <laughs> you know what, what, what i'm saying, saying so like being thin-skinned yeah, yeah, and that there may be something to that. I don't know. I'm not a psychologist. Like well, I'm not me, trying to. Let me, you know, yeah. I, how many times have you ever had this happen? You guys, to, where, you're, where you're doing an interview of some kind, and the person who you're interviewing doesn't like the line of questioning or the tonality. Like I can tell you, there's been a number of times where a coach has come off the field, and I'd say, Coach, uh, why'd you guys decide to sit on the ball there rather than try and put up points here in the final minute of the half? And the coach will look at me and go. Oh, really? So what? You, you know about football. Is that right? Like, you, you think you yeah. know? Like, 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 <laughs> yeah. You understand how much more football I have right here in my little pinky finger than you'll ever yeah. have in your entire lifetime? Right. Like, you get that response. And I'm like, well, you know, the whole crowd is booing, Coach, because they thought you had plenty of time <laughs> to try and put points on the board. And he goes, oh, you think I care what the crowd has? You just catch people in the wrong day. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's some guys I look, I, I, I interview coaches all the time on the sideline in an NBA game, right? Like in game, which is really hard to your point, right? Like, uh, you know, so like they're most guys, because I've been around for so long, uh, understand that I know the game, but look, I'll give you an example. Mike D'Antoni is one of the nicest guys you will ever come across in the yes, coaching fraternity. Is. Okay. Lovely wife too. Very lovely. Lovely wife. wife. Lovely family. Great guy. Okay. There was a stretch where I did three straight Rockets games. Okay. Where his team blew 15 point leads. Okay. Heading into that interview that I had to do with him. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, for the love of God. Like that, that is not the attitude that I need from him because it is the worst possible scenario. And I understand that. So, occasionally I have to ask him a tough question like, hey, man, so this happened. Why did it happen? And then he gets sassy. You know what I mean? And you just know that that's part of the territory. 
Um, I did not expect that response when talking to Kyle, and that's fine. He did explain it, his imagination or whatever, and and I tried to be as respectful as possible. I I front sold it with I love the commercial. I have one very very minor criticism. <laughs> he did. He did. I did. I did. And honestly, I did like the commercial. I'm not bull crapping you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, so, it, but he just, you know, he's on edge maybe a little, he was off Twitter. We had asked him about the Twitter stuff. Um, so whatever, you know, maybe that was kind of didn't sit with me either. And then I asked the follow-up question. So whatever, but to your point, Scott, it does happen. It happens to us on radio, but you know what? I think you and me and LZ have been at this for so long that that stuff happens. And it's like, you know, my immediate yeah. reaction to Kyle was like, look, man, um, I've never seen it. It's why I asked you the question, and you you explained it. It's your imagination, and now that you've explained it, we understand. You know, and it's not confrontational, but it is matter of fact. Like telling him, "Look, dude, you don't have to go that route. Like that's not cool either." You know, but it, being ma- very matter of fact with him, and LZ's had those interactions, and you've had those interactions, and I don't Funny. think anything of it. If I, the next time I run into Kyle Kuzma, I will say to him, hey, dude, I didn't mean to come across this way because I don't want to have a confrontational relationship with him or anyone for that matter. You know what? I think you should run up to him and just be like, air one. And see that would be are. funny, actually. I may do that. Let's see what he does. That yeah, would I, be I, funny. Leg- I legitimately would say and one when I'm like practicing moves to the basket or spin moves in the paint or anything like that. I legitimately say that. That's the only reason why. I didn't think anything of it until I realized there were other people who felt like you did, George. Yeah, it was. It, it, I mean, it's it, it. It just was odd. Anyway, um, Cap. <laughs> yes, sir. We were having a discussion because Greg Bergman is a big fan of the 3D Doritos that are coming back from the 90s. Now, okay? did I hear that he doesn't like beans? Is that the deal? Yes. So we were going to get to that. So let's go there first, and we'll okay. do the chips after. Okay. Have you ever heard of anyone who has lived in Southern California? He is a native, okay, that doesn't like beans. It feels blasphemous to me. First of all, he may have lived his whole life in L.A., but I don't know. He sounds like every other guy I know from New Jersey. I don't know what it is with this kid. Seriously. <laughs> Every time I talk to him, I'm like, yeah, where in Jersey are you from exactly? He's yeah. like, what are you talking about, man? I grew up in the Valley. Yeah. I'm like, oh, sorry. Um, so he doesn't like beans of any kind. Not black Does beans, not, like not beans. pinto beans, not refried beans. What other kinds of beans? He Fava beans. No beans. Yeah. He did like jelly beans, which right. may or may not count. I'm not right. sure. I don't believe that mm. counts. Yeah. Hmm. It's got beans in the title. It does feel blasphemous to grow up here. And not enjoy beans. I Does just don't understand how do you eat like Mexican food. Right. Right. There's more to Mexican food than just beans. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, but you're working on, hard to avoid on. it. How about we ask the resident Mexican on the show, Laura? Laura? Laura, oh, yeah. te gusta I'm frijoles? I mean, encantan yeah. los frijoles. I mean, right. I'm a Mexicana. So, and Greg, say, say that again. There are more. There's more to what? There's more to Mexican food than beans. It's a big I'm part of it. I'm going to drop you right now. What? <laughs> There's, are, you, are you telling me that that's the only food? That no. The only food no. in Mexican well, okay. culture is beans. It's no, just, you're no, working no. hard to avoid it. Yes, and the thing yeah. is, it's a staple in the in the Mexican Correct. cuisine. Like, yes. I even told you right. for breakfast, and you're like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah, frijoles yeah, con huevos." Like right. that. That's you know I, what I love mean? black beans for breakfast. I love oh, scrambled any- egg whites and black beans for breakfast. I love yeah. black a little beans. salsa too. Yeah, a little or some pinto beans. Oh my god! Oh my god. Yeah. But remember, yes. but remember, just one thing though, Laura. Remember this about Greg. 
This is a man who prefers a flour tortilla. And uh, a flour tortilla is un burrito. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. No, mm. you yeah, can't. You told him. You told yeah. him. I right know. There. It's un burrito. Like, you si. can't have no flour tortilla as a si. taco. No yeah. flour tortillas. It's See, even, even Scott agrees with me. Come on now. Yeah. Greg, yeah. we need to get it together here. We do need to get it together. Can we? I can mean, we you're just not going to get me to eat beans. No. <laughs> I was just going to ask you can we entice no, you? Know you? What? You know what? Some don't puerco, eat, don't like Greg, don't eat puerco. beans. Fine. I'm not going to eat beans. Thank you. It's your right. If you don't want to live a happy life, that is your prerogative. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a very happy life without the beans in my life. So. I, don't I, don't I mean, I don't know if I buy it. I yeah. think that the consternation in your life occasionally probably has to do with the lack of beans. But what is the God. reason for no beans? Did you have a bad bean experience? I did have a bad bean place. experience. Why? And what does it entail? <laughs> No, uh, so I go to a camp up in Northern California where you. Oh, you roast. farted in camp. No, it has, no, no, it, ha it has nothing to do with <laughs> farting, LZ, as much as you would love it to be. No, we have, it, there's a rule that when you're eating, you take all you want, but eat all you take. And I didn't, I took a soup and. There was I didn't know that there was beans in the soup, and they made me sit there for like an hour finishing these soup with the beans, and it was terrible, and I didn't like them at all. And ever since that day, I just refuse. refuse so is this why beans. you don't like beans in your chili too? Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, no, no, that's different. It that's is not. It's true, but no, it's not. real <laughs> chili does not have beans. That no, was the whole argument. No, that is no. It is true. No, no, no. You know it too, Sedano LZ. You know we went through this. Who told you that? You know, did Hanukkah Harry tell you that about the beans and the chili and stuff? <laughs> whoa, 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 Laura. <laughs> no, that's the, the Bush, that's Harry said. the Bush. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're two separate things. Yes. Two separate right. things. Okay. Hanukkah okay. Harry, Hanukkah Bush. Uh, Cap, what do you yes, got sir. on the show today before we go off the rails here? Oh, my God. I can't believe before. it. It's Friday night. I don't know how this, this, this week flew by so fast. Coming up tonight, uh, Scott Hansen from the NFL Red Zone. Oh. Uh, Ah. Dude, he made it to number four on the Man Crush Power Rankings last night, and he's wow. about to do his 200th show, 200th show this yeah. weekend. Um, also tonight, I'm going to go in a really weird direction, but I'm having on the PA announcer from SoFi Stadium, Sam Lagana, the guy oh. who says, whose house, Ram's house? Yeah. You yeah. guys know that he's like, you guys know what he does in real life? Like, he's not just the announcer at SoFi Stadium. No, what does he do? He's an administrator at Pepperdine University. I don't know Get how this happens. here, all the way in Malibu? Wow. I don't, I don't know really? how, this, how this happens, yeah. Um, yeah. Also tonight, there's a, a really crazy story about an NFL, a former NFL quarterback from L.A., a guy by the name of Eric Kramer. You guys remember him for the Lions? Yeah, and quarterback the for the Lions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, this guy in 2015, because of all the emotional and uh, depressional problems, that's not a real word, I made it up, he tried to kill himself and oh, shot wow. himself in the head but didn't kill himself. Holy moly. Crazy, crazy story what happens to him thereafter, how he's got this girlfriend and she steals every penny he's got. And the guy's trying to get his life back together, you know, and it's it's really it's a very deep story. So Eric Kramer's coming up. I think I've listened to too many Jeremy Schapp. This is Jeremy Schapp. Wait, wait, are you like yes, Ireland? Man. Are you a grief eater like John Ireland? That no, you not. just you want the guests to come on so you could eat their grief and no, then I, like discuss it and do that and do like remember Roy Firestone or the, yeah. uh, Jerry Maguire I'm not gonna cry Roy are you gonna make him cry is that what's happening here I'm hoping not but what I am hoping to do is to inspire people who deal with mental health issues you know because yes. it's serious yes. it's a major major issue and then lastly tonight you know we're gonna spend time obviously as you guys did on the NBA schedule Geeter McGee is gonna be here he spoke yesterday to Anthony Davis. I don't like talking to the guy who did the interview. I like to talk to the guy who's who's supposed to be on the other side of the interview. But Geeter's coming on. We got a lot to talk about. 
Love Geeter. Send uh, send them our best. Uh, Scott, have a great weekend and have a great show, man. Hey, back to you guys. I'll talk to you next week. All Thanks, right, brother. see ya. Great, excellent job, LZ, as always. Great work too, brother. Now I'm gonna go watch the new Selena. Uh, oh, on, on Netflix. Netflix. I'm seeing people yes. tweeting about it. Yeah, I'm going to get in yes. on that soon, too. Uh, Greg and Laura, great job. Uh, you know, Greg, you know, sorry to bring up beans. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Those of you that tuned in and called in, we appreciate you. Thank to Frank Vogel. Thanks to Amin uh, and Aqib Tlaib, who joined us as well. You guys have a great weekend. Scott Kaplan's up next. See ya.